Welcome back to the Get Unstuck and On Target podcast. I'm Mike O'Neill with Bench Builders, and we help business owners like you solve the tough people problems that may be slowing your company's growth. Joining me today is my friend, Scott Packard. Scott is the VP of Business Development of Rock Creek Informatics. Founded by Dr. Guy Deloach 15 years ago, RCI has been helping companies respond to industry transitions in order to stay competitive. RCI now focuses primarily in three areas, traditional OPEX consulting, digital transformation solutions, and fractional leadership. And it's that third area, fractional leadership, that we'll be spending most of our time discussing today. Let me tell you a little more about Scott. Specializing in logistics and training, Scott spent seven years serving in the U.S. Air Force and Tennessee Air National Guard. Scott is a graduate of Tennessee Wesleyan University who's been with RCI for over three years, and he spent seven years in workforce development where he helped industries develop strategic planning approaches for their skilled workforce. Hey, welcome, Scott. Hey, Mike, how are you? I'm well, thank you. I'm glad to have you on board. This topic, fractional leadership, golly, I don't know if I had even heard that term a year ago. Now it seems as if no matter where I go, I hear that term. So why don't we just jump right in? How do you and RCI define fractional leadership? Yeah, so fractional leadership to us, um, we've been doing it probably for the past uh, two or three years. But like you said, it didn't become kind of a a national buzzword until about a year ago. Uh, But yeah, fractional leadership is essentially um, where a company, small to medium-sized startup, um, would is a need they're in a transition period where they need um, executive level uh, leadership, experience leadership, or um, senior level management leadership um, and middle management, if you will. Um, but they really don't know how to go about recruiting that, or nor do they have the resources needed um, to go out and hire somebody with 20 years plus experience that can really take them to the next level. So fractional leadership is essentially, we offer um, professionals, executives um, with 20 plus years experience in certain areas uh, that, that most companies need. Uh, these guys come from you know global pharmaceuticals to um, education, to um, training. We, got, we have people from quality, all that good stuff. Um, but, but basically for a fraction of the cost, a fraction of the time, you get people who have been there and done that to help you meet your organizational goals. So Scott, as I'm listening to you, I'm trying to think of how that might apply in a variety of settings. One setting yeah. that comes immediately to mind would be organizations that are growing and mm. they're realizing that they probably have a need for expertise, but they're not quite sure exactly how to go about filling a particular Mm. need. This is a great way to kind of try before you buy in that they can try out what that role might would look like. The term fractional, I want to make sure I'm hearing correctly, and that is this is not someone who's going to be there on a full-time basis. Typically, Is that correct? That's correct. Usually it can be from one to two days a week to four or five days a month, or it could, we've, we've been with one client every day for the past year and a half. 
somebody's been there. So yeah, it could, it's, it, it's whatever the client needs. Um, and you're right. It is, it is, it, is it's, it gives the organization, the leadership, the opportunity to find somebody to fit in and help them get there quickly. Um, whatever that growth, um, whatever that growth goal is and whatever that need is, and it's low risk because if I were to hire somebody full time for, let's say, a COO uh, position, and let's say I'm in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and the person that I found that really fits it is in Kansas, I've got to pay probably twenty to thirty thousand dollars to get them to move here for relocation, and then I've got to pay them probably just around one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year plus benefits. So you're looking at a two hundred thousand dollar a year investment. Uh, for a full-time person that you really don't know if they're going to fit the culture of your organization. you All you know is what you've heard from them. You haven't actually seen them uh, um, actually on the job. So you, you really can't have a high confidence level in their abilities. And so what Fractional does is you get to try us out. And for an hourly rate, <laughs> um, for the amount of time that you want, and if you if we're not a good fit, either we try to find a better fit or we can, you can ask us to walk away and you're just out whatever those funds were that you invested, but you're not out $200,000. Um, but what we found is we haven't found a situation yet where we could not integrate um, and build that trust and help companies get to those goals that they're looking for. And part of that is training the next person, full-time person, helping them transition and to pick up the mantle, if you will, to push forward. I'm starting to thinking about how many different ways this might be advantageous to um, to a company that's kind of find themselves in that situation. You know, you mentioned one of the things, and that is you're bringing people in that may have experience in the area that you're working in, or they may have experience in areas that you would like exposure to. So is that cross-industry experience helpful to clients? Absolutely. Um, I, I think, you know, it's, it's very advantageous to our clients when we can talk about, give them stories of how we've been successful, even in our personal lives, um, pro professional lives apart from RCI. You know, um, let's say we worked for Merck Pharmaceuticals <laughs> and we, we did this and now you're a manufacturer in the automotive industry. Now you're not gonna do the same thing that Merck does. You're not gonna have the same um, standards, if you will, the FDA and all that. But some of the things that maybe I've learned from Merck, I can implement here and help you think about how you approach quality a little differently because at Merck quality was important, but maybe here it's not as important as it should be. So we can help you build up your quality department to be a robust quality department to make your customers more happy. So I can see clearly the advantage of maybe drawing from other industries. Another thing that kind of comes to mind is if you're say a small business and you are growing fast and therefore you're on a fast track to maybe a mid-sized business, if they're working with you and bringing in a fractional leader who comes out of mid or larger, they bring that perspective from day one, do they not? They do. And, I, and I'll be completely transparent here. Sometimes it's harder for that person to transition to, to small business mindset <laughs> from corporate. And so we've seen that, but I think we've, we've kind of overcome that hurdle, but it can be a little bit, because um, in a small business, you know, uh, you don't have teams of people you can delegate to. You might have 
one person who's wearing three hats within the organization. And so uh, I think that that's been a difficult trans transition, if you will, for our, our uh, contractors. But um, I think overall we bring much more positive um, to that relationship than negative in that way. So well, it's very helpful to the client. Yeah. Um, you know, another thing I'm thinking too is uh, a company might need to implement some type of major change. I would think that the folks that you can offer um, have a real strong track record as change agents. Yeah, that's correct. I mean, uh, a couple in our team, they've led large organizations and they've had to, to go through change management uh, transitions. Even one, a couple of our guys come from a place where they changed their name seven times in like seven years. <laughs> and so it was just continuously being bought. That's, that's a little bit... Um, facetious they they actually changed four times over seven years but um, but still just having having lived that and had to lead people through that is uh they know what kind of patience what kind of pace and the steps needed to help bring a team along through a transition period a growth period so as we've talked about what a person might would bring to the organization in terms mm -hmm. of um cross-industry experience, maybe working in a different sized organization, serving as a change agent. Can you elaborate in some of the, the disciplines that um, fractional leadership um, might be, be a, a good fit for? Absolutely. Um, so we, so a lot of companies, especially small to medium-sized startups that are growing in that growth period, they may not have a marketing department. They may not have an IT department. They may not have, you know, uh, an op uh, operations department. They may have somebody that wears all those hats, but they don't have one particular person who can get them kind of to build a strategy around and execute that strategy. So from the executive level, we can provide CEO, CEO fractional CEO, COO, um, CTO, uh, CFO, and CMO, marketing um, officer, chief marketing officer. So we can, we can, we can offer that level. We have within our network, the ability to do that. But also what we've seen is needed in specifically in manufacturing, um, the small to medium sized manufacturing is the mid management, the, the plant manager, if you will, the quality manager, the procurement manager, uh, supply chain manager. So we are able to come in and, and provide seasoned professionals at a fraction of the cost, a fraction of the time, but really help you rapidly get to uh, a return on investment, you know, fairly quickly, um, as well as continuous improvement. That's that's one of our biggest things because that's what we've been doing for 15 years is continuous improvement lean. So we're able to bring in multiple. And, and honestly, one a couple of our clients have asked us to bring a couple different um, areas, people representing a couple different areas. So like one one customer I'm thinking of in retail right now is we, we brought in somebody who can help with the supply chain, but also help the owners develop a better business model, better business plan, uh, research and look over their uh, finances and help them get those in line. So we're able to, to bring in a couple of different um, areas of prof you know, professional areas into one um, engagement to help the client, whereas they couldn't afford to go out and hire a supply chain manager a business manager, a COO, you know, we can bring multiple facets to the table that, for, again, 
for less than the price of hiring one of those people. It seems to me that for this to work well, this person who is working with the client, they just become part of the organization, do they not? Yeah, that's why we like the word integration. Uh, We're going to integrate ourselves into that leadership team. And so we want to be seen as not, oh, here comes a consultant. That's not what we want to be seen as. We want to be seen, okay, here comes our part-time CFO. (laughs) But we, we we need him or her to be able to get where we're going. So we're going to listen, we're going to adapt to change, and we're going to welcome them into And again, we've rarely had any problems with uh, building that trust quickly because that's important too is you want this to be a rapid thing. You don't want it to be a long, you know, 12 to 18 months just to get started. You want to be able to hit the ground and run with it. And we've seen success in that. You know, you've mentioned small to mid-sized organizations, and as I'm talking to folks, it seems as if there's a real wide variety of interpretation. When you say small to mid-sized, in terms of the ideal client for RCI, I know that y'all work with companies of all sizes in multiple industries, but in terms of the sweet spot for, let's say, fractional leadership, what size organization have you found has been ideally suited for what is it we're describing? Yeah, probably a couple million dollars in annual revenue to um, 50 million, I would say has been our sweet spot. Although we've we've been engaged in multi-million, hundred million dollars industries, you know, billion dollar industries. I think that sweet spot for fractional leadership is between one to 2 million to 50 million. And typically they're family owned or owned by a small group of people locally. Um, we have been dabbling into working with private equity firms. Hmm. And so uh, they have, there's a couple of firms that are bringing us on to help with the rapid, you know, restructuring and, 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 and improvements that they need in order to get where they're going. So. So there are bringing you in uh, as a company to get the numbers where they need to be. I'm assuming that that's so that they can get the multiples they're looking for. Yeah. Uh, so I yeah, can absolutely. See that. Yeah, that makes a, a lot of good sense. Now, Scott, the, in terms of y'all's approach to fractional leadership and mm-hmm. how a, a typical engagement might would work, kind of walk us through kind of the process. What does that look like? Yeah, so let's just say it's a family-owned um, retail. Let's just use that, or a family-owned animal hospital, because we we have a couple of those in our as our clients right now. And let's say this family, well, they they've experienced growth, but they really don't know how to get to that next level where they want to be. And so our our first thing is we want to come in and listen and understand what that need is. Because if we don't understand what their goal is, what their end game is, we're not going to be much help in in delivering you know results. And so we want to clearly understand what that need is, and then we want to build a scope out of what the engagement will look like. Just like with any other project management, you want to have a scope. Like what are the goals? What are the steps to get there? And we want buy-in from the owners and from the people in their business. We want them to know. That if you if you bring RCI in this fractional way, we want to be able to align with the organization around the scope. Uh, we don't want scope creep, but we also don't want there to be confusion around the scope. 
We want to be able to then, once we launch the, 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 the engagement, we want to uh, integrate ourselves into that organization on the leadership team, and especially if it's at the executive level. Um, but whatever department or whatever level it is, we want to integrate ourselves in. If we're only there a day a week, we want to be a part of that team a day a week. But one thing you don't know about us is if on paper we're there a day a week, but you can still call us, text us, email us during the week. <laughs> and so um, because we want to help, I mean, that we want to be a part of your team. And then finally, we want to deliver the results on time and in full. So we want to do what we say we're going to do. And so I think once an organization understands that, then they're much more comfortable and, tr and trust us to be able to help them get there. You know, I introduced you as being the VP of business development, but um, I think that you have shared with me when we met uh, last is that you've actually have taken on some fractional roles yourself. Yeah. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. Um, before Christmas, I went down to help a client in Florida uh, do some supply chain uh, procurement stuff because of my time in the military and just some things I've learned along the way. Um, I enjoy that scheduling relationship, building relationships and um, logistics stuff. So uh, I was able to do that. And I've been helping another company out in Nashville over the past six months, basically being their procurement guy, building out their strategy for their procurement process, finding, you know, finding good suppliers for uh, them to build relationships with and instead of just going on Amazon and buying everything. So. Well, uh, that gives you perspective that I think is very, very, very important. You know, we've been talking about fractional leadership, and though I said you see it everywhere, I still bump into people left and right and kind of go, now, what? Tell me more about th that. You had mentioned to me uh, prior to us scheduling this that a book that you recommend um, oh. is a book by Ben Wolf. Yeah, right here. Can we see that? Uh, or am I... Oh, it disappeared. There it is. So fractional people, leadership so, by Ben Wolf. So uh, and there's a tagline to that, and that is fractional leadership landing executive talent you thought was out of reach. So mm. why do you recommend that book? So um, it's funny. So we, we've been doing this for about two and a half years uh, for multiple companies. We just didn't know the name. We didn't have mm. a, a name to put to it. We just it was really our it was really our consulting uh, model uh, to integrate in and help companies reach their goals but um we came across a friend of our a mutual friend of between ben and rci told us about ben and we got connected with him and then his book came out and it was like the first week it was like on amazon's top seller list <laughs> because it's it's good for people like us to read it but what it's really more helpful for is that family-owned business a small to medium-sized ceo owner to sit down and read this because they're there fighting those fighting those fires every day. They know, they feel the pressure. They need help. They need people who've been there, done that. They, they, they need support. They need coaching. They need leadership within their organization. But they look at their finances and they say, I just, I, there's no way I can hire somebody $150,000 a year to come do it. And so Ben has laid out just a beautiful model for what fractional leadership could be for your organization. And it's very easily read. I read it in two days. Um, and, but, but there's so much there to at least get the conversation started. Again, our approach to fractional leadership might be different than the guy in New York, um, just because of context, 
um, and because of who our primary customer might be. But the reality is Ben's book really helps put a face, <laughs> a name, and just the, to the concept so that business owners can really under, begin to understand that there's another option for them out there than going and either, either being stuck in the mud and not being able to go anywhere or having to invest you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars into a person that they don't even know will be a good fit in the family. Scott, you used the term coach a few minutes yes. ago, and I have found myself when, when we're describing what we do at Bench Builders, um, I've kind of moved away from describing ourselves as consultants and more mm -hmm. as coach. And I'll tell you why I do that. I'm curious if that might apply to RCI. Yeah. It seems as if companies bring in consultants and they're bringing the consultants in because they, the consultants, have the answers. Mm. Whereas the premise from a coaching standpoint is, though we, and in the case of RCI, you have considerable expertise, but yeah. your job, my job in this case, is to work with them to go do what is it they're trying to do. Is that a fair description? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that, that's how we, we see ourselves as problem solvers, but we're, we're people who integrate with the, co the company's team in order to help them solve problems. Because if we solve all the problems or we give all the answers, it's kind of like the old adage, you know, you can teach a man, you can give a man a fish or you can go teach him how to fish so he can feed himself the rest of his life. When we leave, we don't want them to skip a beat. We actually want them to thrive. And so, and this is, and we don't necessarily want them to call us back, you know, because we want them to have the tools that they need to be going in a forward trajectory uh, so that they can sustain what we help develop with them. So yeah, you're absolutely right. You use the term problem solvers. And one of the thing that, um, that we have found is one of the problems that we've encountered with clients is that they get to a point where they get stuck. Mm. And that is kind of the what got behind naming this podcast, Get Unstuck <laughs> and On Target, yeah. is we all get stuck at times, individually and, and organizationally. Can you think of a situation where maybe a client of yours got stuck and what did it take to get unstuck? Yeah, so um, for the past couple of years, we've been engaged in a fractional way with a startup manufacturing plant here in the in Southeast Tennessee. And the three owners, one was um, a banker, one was an accountant, and the other was a subject matter expert in what they are trying to sell, to make and sell. Neither of them, of the three, had ever done manufacturing before. And so they had to do manufacturing in order to produce the product that they already could sell. <laughs> and so they brought us in, they were stuck. I mean, they had all this equipment sitting in this warehouse, sitting there, not hooked up, no air, no power, nothing. And they were already making sales, but they couldn't even run the machines. Right. And so they were stuck. And so they brought us in and they said, Hey, we need to get unstuck and we need to start producing within this time frame, so that we can start meeting, you know, revenue goals. And so over the past year and a half, we have gotten both all you know, both lines running and making and producing revenue for the company. And so that's a good example of where, and, and, that, and in that we, we took a multi-pronged approach. So we had people, somebody there five days a week, but three days a week was a plant manager. Hmm. One day a week was a quality manager. 
And then two days a week was a procurement manager mm. because we, we understood that in order to get these machines running, you had to have all the tooling that you needed, all the supplies that you need for maintenance and engineering to keep it running. You needed somebody leading the charge and a plant manager, you know, developing systems, communication, getting things running. And then at the end of the day, when you're selling a product, you got to have quality systems. And so our quality manager came in and spent a day and built quality systems so that they could do good quality checks so that their customers were happy. So for all that, the company got that for less than it would cost annually for a plant manager. They got all That's three expertise. Perfect example. And I like the fact that you were able to give us an example by which it was not just one function. Yeah. You brought in multi and they all complemented uh, each other. It truly is a indication of, of a, a pure integrated approach. Uh, That's right. Perfect example. You know, Scott, as you kind of look back at the things we've discussed thus far, what would you want to be takeaways for our listeners? Yeah, well, for that small to medium-sized company, that owner, that family, uh, that small group of investors, if you're having trouble, if, you're, if you feel stuck um, and you need some expertise, um, we would love to, to help you. And again, we offer a free assessment. Um, a free consultation on the front end just to, just to try to understand that need and see if we're a good fit. Um, if you're out there and you need, you know, whether it's marketing help or operational help, um, just know that you have somebody in the local community because we're in Chattanooga in the local community who can help service your need. And if we can't do it, we have a strong network of people who we can refer you to to help you meet those needs. That's, that's what I would say. We're, we're just here to help. Well, that comes through very loud and clear. If someone wants to reach out to you and connect with you, what's the best way for them to do that, Scott? Um, email's good. Um, Spacket, P-A-C-K-E-T-T, at thinkrci.com. And I think that'll be in the show notes, as well as uh, um, you can call me, 218-791-7113. Uh, have my cell phone on me at all times, so I'd love to hear from you and uh, hope we can help. Well, I'm confident you'll do your best at trying to help. We will include your contact information to include um, your email address, your telephone number. We'll include a, a link to your website. And if I remember, we'll also include a link to the book that you mentioned, Fractional yeah. Leadership. Awesome. Thank you. Scott, thank you. You are That was very, very helpful. Uh, thank you, Mike. Thank, you bet. I, I can't go without thanking our listeners as well. Mm -hmm. I want to thank our listeners for joining us today. Every Thursday, we upload the latest episode to all the major platforms. So if you haven't already, please subscribe. My question for our listeners are, are you listening and you're finding that people problems are keeping you up at night? If yes, let's talk. Head to bench-builders.com to schedule a quick call. We'll explore ways to help you solve your nagging people problems so you can again focus on growing your business. So I want to thank you for joining us and I hope you have picked up on some tips from Scott that will help you get unstuck and on target. Until next time.